I don't know. That's the question. Can you be a gold digger if you're married? Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Juice and Jury podcast, season two, episode two. Um, I'm here with these wonderful, wonderful, beautiful ladies, Shanika and Maureen. And you remember me, Tiana, right? Girls, what are you up to? What's going on? What's happening? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. It's getting colder. And uh, I don't know what to do with this weather because it's not cold enough to wear like a full winter gear yet, but it's not warm enough to go out without winter gear. So um, yeah, it's cool. I like the changing of the leaves, but honestly, every time I look at it, I'm like, oh crap, we got to rake the leaves and that's such a big job. Not that I'm complaining, but I am kind of complaining. <laughs> but Wait, you rake leaves already? No, I haven't. But yeah. do you know how yeah. many trees we have what around my fun. house? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have so many trees in my backyard, so many trees all around. Like, there's going to be so much to do. And, and like, just to – I don't – by the way, this is the – like, I'm, I'm really baiting myself out here, okay? But yeah. we have bags <laughs> of leaves. Up. We have bags of leaves in our backyard that have been sitting there for, like, three months. months. <laughs> yeah and you know what? like it rains so they the bags like yes, disintegrate and you have to rebag everything yeah just put you, you yeah guard waste day yeah no, i don't even know what it is over, uh, garbage just day, you just look garbage. you type in your street number or you just type in your address like whatever region you live in and it tells you like what is coming that day like, listen, you know, I didn't know that either. And I used to look at my neighbors like, okay, it's recycling, green bin, and yard waste today. And that's what that's I would what put I out. Do. I have until I realized you could just Google it. Yeah. yeah. Nobody does that. I just and rather just stand out and look at the neighbors. Like, oh, they have yard waste out. I guess it's yard waste day tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But that means I have to, like, it's yard waste day tomorrow. I'm not going to be able to bag. I have, like, four bags of disintegrating stuff in my backyard. I'm not going to be able to do it by tomorrow. So, well, I would do it soon yeah. because yard waste, I think, stops, like, before winter. So mm-hmm. then you're going to have those there for some time. Yeah, no, but it's going to be, I'm sure it's on for at least November, so... I need to winterize my house too. I haven't done that yet, but I will do that probably this weekend. Like turn off the the water pipe to the outside. I have to turn that off. And I also turn off the, you you don't do that? We do that every fall, every like October. I turn off the, I go down to the basement and there's like a nozzle to the outside, uh, like where the water goes outside. Like yeah, and I turn that off so that the pipes don't freeze. No, and then way. also turn off the the AC, like the AC, like there's a thing that you have to turn off outside. So I turn the, that off. This is only two things I have to do, but I do them every wow. October. Yeah, I don't do any of that. I mean, I put a covering <laughs> over my AC, and that's about it. Yeah, I guess and mine is older. That this house is older, so. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know you had to do that, but maybe it's being done. I just don't do it myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm just looking forward to Christmas. Like, Mm -hmm. honestly, I'm like, oh, it's almost November. And like November 12th is when I can get to put put my Christmas tree up. So I'm happy about that. 
Is that um, when you do it normally? No, it just depends on when I get around to it. But oh. I'm going to make it a thing where it's like, okay, early when you call, um, I'm going to start to, I'm going to put up the tree. So that's exciting. And my son's already trying to watch Christmas movies. I'm like, no, 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 not yet. Wait, we're going to have like a full month and a half to do it. I know, right? Like, No, um, anytime. I mean, yeah. I mean, the summertime, like in June, I'll watch it. Whenever, right? It's the best yeah. Christmas of the year. Yeah. Or Christmas, yeah. Best time yeah, of the year. I find by the time that Christmas comes around and you are watching, it just goes by so fast. So like, why you know not build it up from now? Early, you know? so early. It's yeah. true, but you know what? Because I'm Coptic, we have we have it twice. So for mm. us, like it goes once, and then you still have the other one to look forward to, which is great. I love doing that. Yeah, that's also very true. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so what are we talking about today? What's happening? I mean, I you know I assume we're talking about a lot of relationship stuff. I feel like there's a lot to get in there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Last week we were talking about um, divorce and whether or not we thought. Uh, it would be easier or harder depending on your age. But then there's also like, if you look at it, um, if you're not married or you're not in a relationship, maybe you've been in a long-term relationship and um, maybe things have gone sour and how do you come back from that? Like, what is your next step after a long-term breakup? Like, I mean, yeah, especially if it's been, I'd say like five, more than five years, I would consider a long-term more than five years is very long. I thought you were going to say like two years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think when you go, like when you're out a year, I think it's like, that's a long. that's a long time. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, just pick yourself up, up off the floor. Yeah. That's, that's my opinion, but I know it's, it doesn't work for everyone. Eat all the ice cream you want for a little while. Cry, you know, get your feelings out. People make mm -hmm. up this big thing called closure. Yeah. Okay. Do that. And then keep yeah, it. I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's anything. Um, about closure like I don't think it exists like I think you deep down you want it to I think you look for it because you want the closure but I don't think ultimately you get that but any I was going back to the five-year thing I was saying I was saying five years only because I feel like if you were in a relationship that was more than a year it would you would think it would turn into something more at that point do you know what I mean like why would you be dating somebody for longer I don't know. Or maybe that's just my. You're on mute. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> Do you know how long I was dating my husband before we got married? Yeah, but you guys also had the intention of getting married. How long were you dating? Eight years. Right, right. So you guys had the intention of getting married. So what I'm saying I had the intention of getting married. <laughs> but is that, can you make the argument that he had the intention of getting married when you're dating for eight years? Not necessarily. Right? Mm -hmm. So I think uh, I'm not a good person to answer this question because I've only really been in two serious relationships and the first one was two years and the way it ended, the next one started like a week later. <laughs> so hmm. I've never had any downtime. Yeah. I've never had any downtime where I was single since like the last time I was single, I was like 18. So damn, I have no idea. Yeah. 18? Yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, I'm okay with it because considering how shitty the dating scene seems to be, yeah, I'm yeah. totally okay with that. Yeah. Like I'm 
yeah, I don't really have anything to say about it. I, I'm okay with it because I feel like I well, avoided a lot of Yeah, but you're also in a, like a happy relationship. Marriage. Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, but like I think that I avoided a lot of trouble because I think that if I had mm-hmm. been single, I might have been a little bit wild. And I'm glad that I God put me in a situation where that wasn't the case mm-hmm. and like anchored me down and like yeah I think it was good for me personally yeah I know I'm I know it's better for me to be in a relationship mm. what about you guys like if you're in a five-year relationship then you have intentions of getting married that's why I feel like it might be uh like shocking if you don't or it might be hard harder right because if you're with someone for that long there's probably maybe been conversations about it or intentions somewhere down the line. I think it's a conversation you both have to have. Like, what are your intentions? Like, what do you want to do? Like, okay. Like it's, it's two years in, are you still wanting to um, like, what's the plan? Is it, is the end goal marriage? Like, what is it? Or you want to date and see if it works out. So I think having that conversation is important right from the get go. But that's the thing, too, because there are some people who date with the intention of getting married and some people who just date to date, like some people who just want to find what's out there, find their best match or so. Be yeah, it. but after a year, you don't know if this person is your best right, match, best match, but someone yeah. that you want to like potentially like spend the rest of your life with. I feel like I think by two years, you know, I think when you wait longer than that, you just give yourself reasons to like, what are you doing? Like, you know what I mean, like there's there's something yeah. come up and I, I just feel like I don't know you know what's interesting to me too is the amount of women who are opposed to marriage nowadays like before it was like common for men to be opposed to marriage you know they they want to kind of like mm-hmm. you know they still have fun and just date around and sleep around that's that was the common thing but it's really surprising to me now how many women don't want to get married I think um to it it kind of has to do with the people are going to come for me but this being a myth independent uh do it all by yourself i've been there and done that <laughs> no thank you i don't like i don't want to be no myth independent nothing i enjoy <laughs> i enjoy having a partner i enjoy sharing and you know lessening the load so to speak who gave us the lie that we need to be like working hard and like independent? Yeah. Like, why can't we just? Yeah, I'm totally against that. It's like, stop. <laughs> like, no, I want him to hold the door for me. Don't be like, oh yeah, I can hold the door myself. I'm like, no, he can hold the door for me. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I don't know why like feminism has become this thing where women just don't want men to do anything chivalrous at all like what where is that from why would you ever agree to that i don't think that's great for us i don't think that's great for humanity for women or for men or maybe those types of women haven't found a man who have given them reason maybe it's just an excuse well maybe they're you know it's like it's like the cycle right there's the women who make it harder to find those men because they they're right. actively trying to tell men that they shouldn't be like that, right? We had that whole conversation. We had a very similar conversation when the guys were on um, mm-hmm. about manhood and womanhood and what does it look like and how it plays out in society and how it's changed and how that affects the dynamic, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, but 
I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. I think. Yeah. I feel like if you find the right person, you're going to want to not to be independent. You want to have a. Does that make sense? If you find the right person, you're just you. You don't want to be Miss Independent. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know how else to look like, right? Want a partner, someone to work with, make decisions with. That's what it is. Not like I want to do it on my own. No, I want to work with you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. I agree with that perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it, but I agree with that. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with it either. Like, wrong with what? It's a weird thing about it too. And like now that I think about it, I mean, you like, can still what? Be independent in a relationship. But I have a question then, because this kind of like opened up another question in my mind. So if women are, if it's okay and acceptable for women to be dependent on men, and I assume we're talking financially, then is does that constitute a gold digger or no? What's a gold digger? I think a gold digger is someone who's just after somebody else's money for their own personal gain. And there's like no they don't have to love the person. Right. Or they don't want to invest in the relationship. Yeah. It's just kind of like a selfish. They don't want to invest in what sense? What do you mean when they don't want to invest? Like, um, like if you're with somebody and they're giving you money, then that that's it. But if you're like married, you can, pretend, you can pretend, but I don't think you could be a gold digger if you're married. That doesn't make sense. I don't know. That's the question. Can you what be a gold digger if you're married? I'm no, I, I don't think so. I mean, I, in the sense where, um, I mean, you could have married on the pretense of like gold digging, right? Like, you know, this is just something that people think of, um, like younger women marrying older rich men. Like, mm-hmm. in some cases, they're gold digging. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that you can be a gold digger. Is it gold digging if it's yeah, consensual? But... Is it gold digging if, like, the man is aware that this woman is with him for the money and he's totally okay with that? Is it still gold digging? It's sad at that point. <laughs> I don't know. Because I'm going here for your money. I mean, I that, that means that you, you don't care anymore. I think it's, I think it's just sad. But I'm going to quote Marilyn Monroe here. And okay. she said... Uh, a man having money is like a girl being pretty. You don't marry a girl just because she's pretty, but it helps. And it's the same thing for women. They might not marry a guy just because he has money, but it helps. That's that's how mm-hmm. she said it. She's saying like, well, you are marrying me because I look good. So why can't I marry you because you're rich kind of thing? That was the mentality. And I'm like, mm, I, I don't know. It, it just sounds wrong both ways. But, but yeah. then I feel like it would depend on in the relationship because how can you be a gold digger in your relationship? You'll be gold digging your own money depending on how you split your finances with your with your person. But if he's, if she's Unless not- he has his own bank account that you don't know about. So that's the question. Like, what is a gold digger? Like if they're married and she's not working at all and she just has like a pampered lifestyle, is she still gold digging? Like- I don't, I don't think it's gold digging if he knows. So yeah. if it's consensual, it's not gold digging. It's only gold digging if it's like being done in a misleading way. Yeah, I, that's yeah, that's what I feel. I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
I'm okay with that. I feel like we need men on here to give their perspective. Because I guess, yeah. This is, I want to bring this topic up again with the Gen Zers, because they're going to be some boys. I want to ask them their perspective on this, because they're dating right now and we're not. So it would be interesting to hear. Yeah. But then, yeah. So this goes into the question of what, like, before you get married, you know, there are always these things that you need to, you need to ask or you need to find out. so yeah, finances would be, well, I mean, I mean, I think finances is a big one because you want to know if you're getting into a relationship, you want to know if you're getting into debt Yeah. or if you're going to have to clean up debt. Yeah. What are you getting into? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I also think, you know, ask him, do you have kids? <laughs> you know, they have, they have kids or like, is there someone who's like, I, you know what I would ask? I would say, what was your longest relationship? And I would ask for a couple of different reasons. I'm asking mm-hmm. because of your experience with relationships, number one. And number two, um, that person you had a long-term relationship with could still be someone that comes up again. You know what I mean? Like if you're with someone yeah. for 10 years, you guys were dating for 10 years. Like, I think as the other woman, I think you should be fr- feel threatened by that woman if she's still single or she's dating. I don't think so. I, I think so. it's a possibility because they were together for yeah, it is a possibility. Yeah. yeah. So I would definitely ask about past relationships um and if they have kids. So yeah. you're saying if the if who is single, sorry, if the ex is single, you should be worried about her? Is what you're saying? Single or even dating. It doesn't matter, period. If they've been dating if they were dating for 10 years prior to you dating this person, I yeah. think that person they were dating for 10 years. Think like ask about them. It's like or find like I mean I don't know. That's my thought. Ten years is a long time. They know each other very well. Yeah, I feel like they're. It depends also on how they ended, because sometimes yeah. people end amicably and sometimes they don't. Yeah. And yeah. so like, like some people who don't end amicably, even if they're dating for ten years, if there was some serious issues, they may not have like they might not even have a good relationship. Like they're co-parenting, but they don't talk or they're, you know, so it depends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one that I would ask would be the relationship with their parents and their siblings. Because I think like for me, like m- my family, were really close. And I just like would like to know the dynamics. Like, how did you grow up? Like, what's your relationship yeah. like with your brother or your sister? You know, like, how do you treat them? How do they treat you? Stuff like that. I think a big one for me, I wouldn't ask this, but I would observe it. I yeah. want to see how he treats people he doesn't have to be nice to. Like the waiter, the janitor, the those people. I want to see how he treats people that are typically like not people you have to go out of your way to be nice to. I want to see how he treats them. And I'd want to see how he acts when he's angry or when he's been treated badly or like in a bad position like I want to see the bad because as early as I can beforehand because um if it takes too long like if it's everything is too good for too long I might start excusing seriously bad behavior but um yeah so I'd want to see those two things how he treats people he doesn't have to be nice to or even like if he's driving like how he you know just those kind of yeah, like, because if he's driving, you know, we all get road rage, right? I want to see yeah. how he is. Yeah, how does he handle it? Yeah, how he deals. 
with the people when he's angry, when he doesn't have to be nice? How does he deal with it? Yeah. Yeah. Like for me, like if someone cuts me off in traffic, I'm just like, okay, buddy, or whatever, just go. But if I'm with someone and they're, they're stressing out and they're, it's bothering their whole day and it's all they're talking about, then I don't, well, I don't know. Like, I don't, that's stressful to me. See, this all kind of ties in with red flags. Like, what are red flags? The the What you just brought up about um, how he drives or how, like, you know, he's dealing with conflict on the road, whatever, road rage. To me, I wouldn't necessarily consider that a red flag. Like, I wouldn't think that was a, a problem. I feel like there's a lot of guys that get angry on the road. That so you be crossing a lot. If, you, if that was a real red flag, you'd be crossing a lot, a lot of, um, like, guys off your list. A lot of people get angry on the road, even women. I feel like that's yeah, not. It's not just about getting angry. I get angry too. It's how yeah. you handle it yeah, and like yeah. how, like, you like how long you allowed go on about it. How you yeah, like handle it. How much it, does it disrupt like your? Yeah. yeah. And how do you? How does it affect the rest of your day and the people around you? Yeah. You know? Yeah. If now all of a sudden you're angry and you're lashing out at everyone around you. Oh, because of drive, because of. Because of that. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. that, that's, if that's, that's a thing, because people get like that. Some people get like that. Yeah. Right. And, and even me, if I get stressed out too much, you need to stay away <laughs> from me for a little bit because I won't, I won't want to talk to anyone, but yeah, uh, you know, you need to know those things. You need to know how they deal with stuff because you have to decide very early on if that's something you're willing to put up with. And it might be. It might be yeah. because you have baggage, right? You have to just decide what? if that's baggage you're willing to accept. Yeah. But also the car thing, like if it's something, and I'm not trying to say that the car thing is no big deal, but if it's something that on a scale that that's that small, like what's going to happen when there's an actual, you know, bigger problem, bigger issue, what, what then? Like, where do we go from here? <laughs> I don't know. You see what I'm saying? Like, if it's if it's something so, so well, for, for me, if someone cuts me off in traffic, I just let it go. I let it roll off my shoulder. But if somebody else takes it to heart and it disrupts their day and everyone around them is just also stressed out and a bigger problem arises, how is that person going to handle it? I don't think I would. I couldn't do it. It's know. almost like a foreshadowing. <laughs> I feel again it depends on how they handle it for me but yeah i think it's all about ego in in that uh in that case a lot of like people get like angry on the road i don't know if it's because they think like oh we're driving it's whatever but like a lot i think a lot of men have big egos on the road i think a lot of humans myself included in general yeah in general yeah 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 how dare you you idiot how did you not know to do this or not to do that or how why would you do this why do you and like people people are not courteous on the road they're just not like yeah. you could be a very courteous person in real life and then you get behind the wheel of a car and i don't know what happens to people because <laughs> you don't see the person maybe that's why you just see the car you don't yeah. see that like, human being inside I'm sure yeah i'm sure if you could see the person probably there probably wouldn't be as much road rage as there is 100 yeah so for instance the other day there was a lady she was in the far left lane and she was signaling to come into my, I was in the right lane. I was trying to exit and she was signaling. And I was just like, what is this lady doing? And then I thought she was going to come into my lane and I was like, oh, I guess not. So I passed her. And then she decided to come in at the last moment. I was like, lady. And I'm saying this in the car. I'm like, are you okay? What's going on? 
And then I could see her reflection in her rear view and it was an old lady. She must've been like 80. Aww. Yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Imagine yeah. you find out you're cussing out an old woman. You're like, oh, <laughs> you feel terrible. That's the thing. Yeah. So we don't remember that there's human beings behind the wheel. But like, I think if you, what you said is true, if we actually saw each other, mm-hmm. it would be a whole different story. Yeah. Okay. So what are some other red flags? Yeah, what are some other red flags that you guys notice? Like, I already mentioned the one about like how they treat people they don't have to be nice to. What mm-hmm. are some other red flags? I, I think a lot of women would say, how do they treat their mother? How do they treat that that person, another woman that is close to them? Are they um, respectful uh, to them? Just another woman that's that they you know that is mother like or someone close to them. How how do they treat them? And apparently that's a, a big indicator on how they'll they'll treat you. But it could be also that they they're like so good to their mom and they're like a mama's boy, and then they always prefer their mom over you, which is also a problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. that could be an issue. And it's hard because, like, you know, I have a son. <laughs> you know what I mean? What so part of me, no, no, what I'm trying to say is that, like, you know, as, as a mother, at a certain point, you have to step aside and be like, okay, well, you know what? You have a wife, so, lo- like, love that person. I want you to put that person first. Um, but what I was going to say, like, a woman might not like the fact that, um, you know, her spouse puts his mom before her. But I'm saying as like me being, you know, having a son, I I, I feel like, damn, like, I'd be like, well, I want to touch you, but at the same time, I'm not, I would never try to compete with my son's wife. Just saying. So do you think your son, when this time happens, should put his wife before you? Yeah. If he gets married, absolutely. A hundred percent. I my, my thing is, I want you to be happy. I'll be okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how I see it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, of course. I mean, if, I, what I'm saying is that I, it'd be great if your spouse is really good to his mom, but it's important for your spouse to value you. I think he, the family he creates. Right. You know I, mean? I agree with that. That's true. Yeah. Other red flags? I need to think about that. Give me a minute. Yeah. I don't know. My pet peeve is um, nail biting. So <laughs> if he bites his nails and spits really? them out and not um, garbage that is a red flag to me a red flag i think would be <laughs> you don't have your own um own interests and hobbies you don't have your own yeah like if they don't have interests or hobbies like if they're just kind of you know just there wow yeah that's like psychopath red flag well, no i mean there are some people who just you know, I don't know, don't have hobbies. For me, like, okay, this is going to go a little bit deep. For me, if if they don't believe in God, that's a red flag to me. And oh, that's yeah, that one automatic, too. no. <laughs> automatic, Yes, I always ask that question. I'm always like, so, uh. <laughs> does it matter what God? Like, does it matter? Like, is that the oh, same no, for me, it matters. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, it me, matters. But. Again, I haven't dated since I was 18, okay? So I've never had to deal with this. But um, but my my first boyfriend that I had, like serious boyfriend, he was not really a Christian. He like went to church for me, like not really. And that was a bit of a struggle uh, for me and for him. So 
I think um, for me personally, they have to believe in God. And when I say God, I mean, they have to be Christian. But I, if we're talking about in general for everyone, I would say you have to have somebody who has the same worldview as you. Because eventually, if you don't have it eventually, and you want to like actually create a life with this person, those things are serious things that are going to come up and you won't be able to ignore them forever. Yeah. They're going to make huge impacts on how you live. So you have to have somebody who has the same worldview or basis of, for a worldview as you. For sure. I agree. Yeah. yeah. It also makes, I think, life or living seamless. And not to say you're not going to have problems, but that won't be, that won't be one of them. And you also have a foundation for which you can both kind of find solutions and agree on things, mm -hmm. right? You are, yeah. if you both have the same worldview, you can, you can base your decisions on that. There's mm -hmm. like a common ground. I agree. I, and even going back to like the whole road rage thing, if, red flag if he gets really angry about stuff in general like he damages property when he's angry i'm telling you that is a red flag uh something another friend told me the other day which i was like huh that's interesting you know if you're dating someone and at the beginning of the relationship this person like you know the guy gets angry or whatever and he starts like um like you know, like i said damaging property and stuff that is like an indicator that's possible that he could possibly he can might put his hands on you. I don't know. She said that. I'm not sure if it's true, but that's what um, she said. Because she's like, it's just the beginning. Yeah, because they're using violent means to deal with their issues, which means that they don't have good coping skills to like know how to deal with their emotions and their anger, and then eventually over time that could translate to being physically mm -hmm. aggressive. Um, another, I've just been thinking, another red flag for me would be somebody who is, doesn't um, like care for the earth, someone who litters. Oh, hmm. Yeah. Like I, interesting. when I see someone littering, littering, <laughs> when I see someone littering, yeah, that's just, it's such a turn off. I can't, especially if you're grown. Like you learned that in grade, you learned that in kindergarten, recycling, garbage, food waste. I, I didn't think about that, but that's, that's actually, that's true. Um, another red flag, and this just goes for everyone. If you catch this person lying too much, if you're, if you, if they say they're going to be somewhere, they're not like if, if they're, they're, just the lies in general, I'm telling you, it is a red flag. They're liars. Can I give you <laughs> another one for me? That's really weird. And probably nobody's going to agree with me. No one is going to agree with me on this. Okay. I might. If they don't like kids, if they think kids oh. are annoying or hate kids, to me, that's like, oh, okay, there's not a sympathetic bone in your body. I don't think we can. Yeah, be I will agree with that one. Like, you don't have to be crazy about kids. In fact, it's don't be crazy because then it goes the other way. And you're like, wait, why does he love kids that much? Yeah. But like, if there's no attempt to connect or if there's no sense of like, like any kind of feeling. Mm -hmm. then I'm like, okay, that is a huge red flag for me. You know what I heard though? So someone's, someone was saying that a huge red flag is someone who doesn't like pets or like their dog. And so I'm They're someone who never grow. grew up. I never grew up with pets in the home, okay? <laughs> I mean, I have fish. I had plenty of fish. But I'm also thinking about the other side, like how you're saying about kids. I completely agree if someone that I was with didn't like kids, 
that would be a red flag for me. But then I'm also thinking I'm one of those people who, if you have a pet, I, I'm going to take a long time to warm up to that pet. Maureen, right? Like Maureen has a huge dog, like massive dog. And I, even till this day. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people are afraid of my dog, though, and I understand because he's 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 yeah, literally your dog's, your dog's he's yeah, huge. Yeah. He's over a hundred pounds, so I yeah. get. Gigantic. And when he barks, like he's terrifying. So yeah. I get it. Yeah. yeah, my dog's not a good example. You you need like a little cute fluffy dog, and then if you're like, oh, I don't like that thing, then I'll be like, Shanika, how can you not like this? It's so cute and fluffy and like adorable. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I think puppies and dogs are cute. Yeah, but. To be around one all the time. I that's something I need to be really to get oh my gosh. I am dying to get a little tiny toy poodle. Like a oh, little creature. Yeah, but I want it to be like a teacup size teacup. little teacup. ball. That, oh my gosh. You see them on TikTok with the little teddy bear haircut. So stinking cute. I just want one to cuddle up with me. Yeah, but do they oh. live long? Aren't those like genetically well, like, smaller dogs live longer? Apparently, no. They're, my dog is they like because they're like inbred. They're what? What is that called? Just, like, breed them with. Uh, this is gonna sound insensitive, but that's yeah. okay with me. <laughs> I still want one. Red flag. <laughs> <laughs> because that's okay with me. I still want one. It's just like like if you knew you were gonna have a child and you knew the child wasn't gonna live long, you'd still want it. That's how I. That's how right. I feel. No, but I'm just saying, like, people who breed those types of dogs, those dogs don't live very long. I yeah. <laughs> Pardon? They are cute. In they fact, cute. I want two because you need to get it a friend. So I, I want two little fluffy dogs. One for me, one for my daughter. That's what I told my husband. I said, what, what do you have, dog what do you do with the dog you have now? Huh? What do you do with the dog you have now? No, no. We're going to keep him when everything's going to stay the same. When yeah. he passes... Then I want to get two little dogs. Okay. Yeah. How long have you had your dog now? Just out of curious. He's uh, six years old now. Yeah. He's six. And they typically live to about 10 to 12. So he actually doesn't have that much longer, I don't think. Yeah. Um, But he's very sweet. He's like the sweetest, gentlest giant you've ever seen. Like he just, he's huge and he slobbers a lot and he sheds a lot. That's my only thing. Very huge. Um. But in terms of temperament, he's so sweet. I was gonna say um, another red flag that I think is if you if you catch them cheating, if they if you see, catch them cheating or whatever, right? Obviously, right? Red flag. That's a hell no. We ain't even in no, 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 that's not a red flag. Like, that's like a crash landing. Like that's yeah, like no, 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 no. But no, some people will be like you know, like they they I don't know. Like some people may not think of it as like a big deal before you get married but i'm like no if if they're cheating there are chances are they will cheat on you during like, when you're married they That's don't like they don't if they're okay this is kind of a segue and i, and I, I don't know if we, i should even bring this up but i was watching 90 day fiance and it, they're on an island for to, to have therapy right now and there's one guy on the show's name is asuelo oh asuelo actually rooting for him um, yeah oh. yes right? yeah yes I was actually kind of rooting for him because I was like, oh, you know, he's from a different country, but I can, like, I kind of get him in a way because he has really traditional values. But then I come to find out, and this is a spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen this, 
I come to find out he's cheated on Kalani 20 times. They said 12. A 12? <laughs> Sorry, 12 times. It's still a lot. It's still it's a lot. in my head. It's more than one, it's still a lot. So he was cheating on her through the entire relationship, the courting, the pregnancy, mm. the, the marriage, everything. Like there's, to me, he does not love that woman. There is no way he can say he loves her and he constantly is cheating on her. Can I say something about that? Because I, I definitely watch the show and that's messed up. I mean, um, I don't mind him, but he is definitely a cheater and I'm not necessarily rooting for him. I'm rooting for Kalani because... Same. Now I am. At first, I was well, like, so many things that are disgusting. what, what, what? And now I'm but, like, oh, I get it. But Kalani also mentioned that apparently it's a cultural thing. I know they're Samoan. Um, and no, no, she said this. And she's like, a lot of the men step out of their marriage or they, they, they cheat. Like, it's a normal thing, like, for them to flirt with other women and, and things like that. And, like, even apparently his uncle or someone hit on her. So she was making it seem like it, it could be a cultural thing. And I, I kind of believe it. I think he's probably going to cheat again. I think he's um, he's just one of those guys where it's like, why not? Why can't I? I don't get it. Like, they may not see, they may not look at marriage. This He may not look at marriage the same way. I think he would definitely do it again. I think he loves her. He absolutely does. He wants his family. I think after the show, he might want to get, um, he might want to work on it a little more. But What does love if, mean? What does love mean? I don't think he loves her. I don't know. I, so I, 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 I do. I do believe that he loves her. I think that he's um, just one of those guys that can't control it. No, no, no. Sorry. I shouldn't say that. Not can't control it. Wholeheartedly. Not on purpose. Not that he can't control it. He's not controlling it on purpose. He's he's. Sorry, I don't even want to get. I don't like. I don't know. If you can keep this in or not. He's nasty. He. Sorry, oh, I'm not sure if you know about the um about what, what he did. He got he had a, a yeast infection in his mouth because he was. They said he was making, I don't remember this morning. He, I don't know if he was making out with a girl that had, um, um, thr oh, he had thrush. Yeah. Oh but I think he, he she uh, said that Kalani said that at some point, right? This episode. Yes, or thrush, this yeah. But he had a, he said, he showed her, he was on, um, he was in Samoa and he showed, he's like, what's this on my tongue? She's like, oh, you have thrush. He was, he got an infection. I, I think he was from, I think he was, I think he was, yeah. um, we're yeah. not gonna swear. Yeah. We know he slept my, around. So. He's disgusting. I'm my impression of uh, Suelo is he's kind of um, like childlike. Like I, I feel yes. like he's still navigating and trying to figure things out. And was like, oh, there's this beautiful girl that I like and it could potentially be family with, but I still want to. Do you get what I mean? Like he yes. still wants to. Yes, he's not I hear mature. you. I hear you exactly what you're saying. And I completely agree with you. He's very immature emotionally. Yeah. Um, but when people say they love other people, I feel like that term is thrown around. And when I say it, I mean something very specific. So when I say that I love my husband, I mean mm -hmm. the way that like that God intended us to love. So I mean like that it's an unselfish love. Mm -hmm. that's how I mean I mean to the point that like if he, if there was another woman out there that I thought was better for him I would allow him to be with that person because I love him that much right yeah I, I love him to the point that like I I just want I really am rooting for him as a human being which I don't think that's true I think I'm the best person for him just for the record but <laughs> Mm -hmm. But my point is like, 
if I die, I want him to find someone else. If I, yeah. whatever, like I really it's love him. And, and like, I love him the way that God wants us to love people. Yeah. I you also have, I love him. Sorry. Yeah. I don't say I love him. And then, and then act in a way that would dishonor him multiple yeah. times. Let's say one time it's an, okay. It's an, it's an, uh, we're human, right? We make mistakes. It's possible. But 12 times. At yeah. that point, you're you don't even care. You're like, whatever, I don't give a shit. I'm just gonna go do whatever I want. You can't yeah. tell me that you love that person because you're multi you're and I know that he knows that that hurts her. It's not like he's unaware. He knows yeah. that it hurts her. But this is the thing. I, I don't think he knows. Like I think he okay, yeah, he might love her, but I don't think he knows what it means, if that makes what sense. Means. What love what means. means. Like Cause he's still in that. I like, I still like, I like, I feel like he's still growing up. Like that's my impression. Yeah. Sorry, T go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, I honestly don't think that like if someone cheats, that means that they're not in love or they don't love that other person. Honestly, I don't think it's like that at all. I think, times, I, I think multiple this, times. I don't think it matters how many times I think love and loyalty are two different things. He may love her, but he's not loyal to her. That's I disagree. I, I completely no, no, no. disagree. I, I, I think that when you love someone, you shouldn't hurt them, but people can love somebody and still hurt them. Yeah. That's hurt them is one thing. But be disloyal multiple times. Yeah, love and loyalty are two different things. He's not loyal. I think they go together. I don't think you can love someone and Same. be disloyal. Yeah. Like I, I like like let's look at this. Then what would be the point? I think it happens all the point. I want to I want to put you with anybody who you wanted to. Then I want to put it a spin on this and let's take it from like I'm just thinking from like a biblical perspective. You say you love God, but you keep. Let's say you love God but you practice witchcraft and then you don't just practice witchcraft once you do it every year. Multiple times. Yeah. Are you really saying you love God at that point? Like, can you really say, yeah, I love God. Even the Bible says that faith without action is dead. Like if you say something, but you don't actually act to prove it, then what your words are dead. It doesn't mean anything. So to me, that's how I look at it. If you say, I love you, but you just keep cheating and you, there's just, it's just a pattern that you're not willing to stop. I don't believe that, sexual addiction is actually a real thing. I really don't. I just believe that that's a, an excuse for people to not take responsibility for their, and God forgive me, I sound like I'm being very harsh. I understand if people cheat once, even twice, okay, maybe, but 12 times is extremely excessive to the point that it makes me even wonder, maybe Kalani like she's not telling us something like maybe they're not actually together or maybe she likes being cheated on i know that sounds crazy so, but i don't know but, sorry no so i was just gonna say because as you're saying like maybe she likes being cheated on maybe there's something we don't know but maybe um now i forget where i was going with this thought oh there we go so yeah so maybe there's something like like something deeper, a deeper rooted issue as to why she's still with him and why he keeps doing these things. Definitely. You know, like it's not, yeah, it has to be something 
And cheating so. is not a cultural thing. Like if you had multiple wives, that I could say, okay, it's cultural because they both agree to it. But cheating yep. implies that one person is okay with it and the other is not okay with it. So to say that like that's a cultural thing, it sounds like you're saying that it's acceptable, but Kalani would never think that that's acceptable. You know no, I mean? no, no. But watch the episode. I think it was um I think it was last week where she says that. that yeah, yeah, I've heard her. That, the, the, like the the men are very loose like that. It may not actually be a cultural thing, but that's how she's viewing it. That's what she said. Yeah. yeah. And I've heard people say that about Jamaican men, but Jamaican women will never be like, oh, it's cultural, so it's okay, you know. Like nobody's gonna think it's okay. We're just saying that this is a fact of the society that they live in is that unfortunately this is a common occurrence but doesn't necessarily mean that that's the ideal or that's the like what the people of that culture actually think is the right way to live kind of thing does that make sense it does make sense but i do think that there are um cultures where multiple wives yeah it's a little, it's a little bit more acceptable it's a little bit more acceptable if it happens to who I, I will tell you about uh, listen can I just tell you that um in Ghana where where my parents are from if a man is very wealthy it's um it's almost and I don't want to, like I, it's hard to say the word acceptable but um if he steps out on his wife it doesn't necessarily mean that his wife is like, do you know what I mean like it's it, and it happens a lot and if they if they have money and they can you know help like take care of multiple women I, I think it it happens I'm just saying I'm not saying it happens all the time but I think that people um yeah so in that point at that point is the wife aware and condoning this like she's like it's okay you can do whatever you want or is she actually I, I, don't know. I, I don't know what really happens but um uh, I definitely think that he's as well as immature I think that he is going to probably lose Kalani before he realizes how important she is and how, you know, beautiful and wonderful she is. And, and yeah, he's just, I think he's just, yeah, a kid. And he's, I think he's going to keep on making the mistake, to be honest with you. You saw him. Did you see that episode where he was like at uh, the strip club? Did you see what he was doing? I you fast think he ordered cared? a lot of it, but yes, you I got the idea. What he was doing? Oh, the, sorry. That whole season is very raunchy. It is very raunchy. Yes. Very oh, raunchy. Some episodes, I'm like, this is uncomfortable. Why they have? I watch it on the main TV, and then if my kids come down, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> it's so raunchy. You can't, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I so the strip club when I I I got the idea. I don't need to watch the whole thing, but I understand what was where this was going. In my yeah. opinion, you're there to. I, this is this is how I, why I think this is all acting. Okay, because they are there to work on couples therapy, and the men go to a strip club. Like right. that is TV for me because there's no way that I would ever be okay with my husband. First of all, I would never be okay with my husband going to a strip club. Number one, we've talked about this before, but if we're there for therapy and he goes to a strip club, then uh, his judgment is just shot. And I have to really consider if this is the type of relationship and like that I want going forward, you know? Right. Yeah. That's what I would say. So to me, the fact that they even went to the strip club during couples therapy, that's what I was like, this is this is orchestrated by the network. Like the network is the one who's telling them, go to the strip club, do this, do that. Do That's what I think. I think it's all acting, honestly, at this point. I think they're all acting, being paid. 
Um, and you know why else I think that? Because now Kalani's bringing in a new character. She's bringing yeah. in this new guy. She said his name, which means he's getting paid, which means like there's this whole, I feel like this is all orchestrated by the network behind the scenes and we're just all <laughs> believing it. That's what I think. Um, thank you guys so much for watching episode two. We're going to come back next week. We have a, a really cool series that we're going to start next week. Yeah. It's millennials versus Gen Z. So make sure you're here for that. And we have a lot of good topics coming up. Thank you guys so much for watching. You have a great night. Have a great week. Bye. Bye, guys.